Welcome, welcome. It's episode eight, and this is From the Inbox, the podcast podcast. As always, I'm your gracious host, Kane Wilkinson. You might know me from that uh, small music blog called Dusty Organ or the famous cocktail YouTube channel, Cocktail Corner. Heck, you might even know me as the guy who drunk dialed you that one time. Either way, this is what I'm up to now. Got the From the Inbox of podcast every week, uh, Mondays and Tuesdays. I corral a couple of my favorite singles in this fun little radio show style format. It's pretty much uh, pretty much the bulk of it. You get a little bit of talking and a bit of music. It's a great combination. And if you want to have some more fun with it, what you could do is you could pretend that you're sitting in my living room and I've got the aux cable. And unlike a lot of my dates, you're actually interested. That's why you're still here. This is great. You haven't left yet. Awesome. If you're listening to the podcast, that was me winking at the camera. My YouTube fans get a nice look at that. You're welcome. Now, if that explanation wasn't good enough for you, From the Inbox is a weekly singles roundup I do on Dusty Organ. It's a handful of new tracks and music videos fresh from my inbox. Everything is submitted to me. And uh, I file through hundreds of submissions every week. And then I pick my favorite ones. And I share them with you. Every Monday. Each and every Monday, there's a new playlist and new post up. And I guess every Tuesday, there's a new podcast episode for you to listen to. So you can find the full post at dustyorgan.com. And there's even a Spotify playlist that I update each week to coincide with the post. So, you know, if you're not too big on the whole backstory thing, uh, or you don't like music videos that much, you have a nice way to get your ears on all the gems of the week. Don't forget to like the tracks, because what I do is I change it every Monday. So if Monday comes and goes and you didn't like your favorite songs, they're gone. Although you could still, you know, go back to the post online and figure that one out. You're a smart cookie. That's another wink. Speaking of updated playlists, my popular starting lineup playlist is doing pretty well. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, it's a variation of, you know, my time. It's kind of like a top hits charts that I do every week or not even every week, just throughout the life of everybody, of all the music, everything throughout that whole life. Um, it's 20 of my favorite songs and, uh, just kind of like what I'm listening to right now, not all time, but just what's going on right now. And the catch is, uh, if I add a new song, cause there's already 20, if I add a new song, something's coming off. So if you like a song and you know, it's there one day, you gotta like it because you never know. It might be the one that's cut. So if you like something, don't lose it because I will not turn this car around to get anything you left at the park. You sure, son? You make sure you got everything. You sure, son? You got everything? Remember losing stuff as a child? Ah, the memories. Um, anyways, speaking of scarring, this is the perfect segue. Because this is completely irrelevant to music, but the other day, I was looking up recipes trying to decide what I wanted to make for dinner, right? And obviously everything coming up is really nice looking. It's got fancy blogger stuff, whatever. But, uh, you know, on the, on the Google search page, you see stuff and it's got like, you know, this is the best meatloaf recipe, four stars, but this website's got a 3.8 rating. This one's got a 4.6, but it's all meatloaf, right? It's all the same recipe, so to speak. And, and I'm looking at these ratings and I'm wondering like, what, there's gotta be, there's gotta be like a one star review page up somewhere. It's just hidden, right? SEO doesn't want that crap. They don't want somebody having a one star as your Google, your first Google search. So I'm curious, right? I'm curious here. And I actually went and I Googled worst rated recipes on Google. And I found this article. There's a link to it in the current from the inbox blog post I just put up this Monday, if you're interested. And the first recipe, like the cover photo is just disgusting. I'm like, yes, yes, I found what I'm looking for. Because I'm not exaggerating, exaggerating when I say it literally looked like brown jello with a boiled egg frozen peas and a hot dog congealed inside of this mound of jello it was so gross to look at um, and the recipe name is congealed bouillon with frankfurters yeah that's the name can you believe it that's crazy and the list gets even there's like 20 of these recipes and apparently the blogger that wrote the article actually made all of them and there's descriptions. It's hilarious. I'd highly recommend checking it out, but it's also revolting. So make sure you're not eating while you're looking. Um, there's pictures up there that you have to see to get the whole experience. There's stuff like, it's called gooey buns. 
and there's another recipe called prune whip. Those things should not be photographed. Okay, that's disgusting. Especially because these photographs, they're not just like photographs of food. They're photographs that look like they were shot at a kidnapper's house with the camera he uses to like immortalize his victims. Like they're so poorly lit. It's so creepy. Just don't make sure you're not eating while you're browsing, but definitely go check it out. I had to share that with you guys. Um, I'm not really sure where I'm going with this, where I'm going with this conversation. But uh, anyways, this week on the show from the Inbox of Podcast, we're, we're coming back to this now. I've got six six songs, no Sean's here, to share with you, and an interview as well. So it's uh, it's pretty jam-packed this week, and here I am rambling on about disgusting food. If you like what I what you hear tonight, you know, maybe not the whole food thing, but in general, if you like what you're listening to on the show, please like and subscribe. This means a lot to me. It's so simple to do. Just hit that like button, subscribe to the show. Otherwise, my mom is still just going to be wondering why the hell I'm wasting my time with this blog stuff. I'm sure you could hear the quotation marks on the podcast. And if you're one of those people that's kind of nervous about leaving like positive reviews on stuff because, you know, being a good person just scares you. I don't know. Um, You can also subscribe to my newsletter. That's very hidden. Nobody else will know except for me because it's got your name on there. But other than that, it's just a lot of fun things. It's like a little monthly update that I send out. And if you subscribe, I'll send you a letter in the mail. Internationally, I don't care where the hell you're from. Uh, I even sent one off to Switzerland a few weeks ago in the mail. International mail. I don't know if it's arrived yet. They didn't peg me saying that they got it or something. So if you're listening, uh, let me know because I'm kind of curious if it made its way all the way to Switzerland. Either way, the options are up there. If you like, just saying subscribe to the newsletter. It's really important. And if you want to be a superstar and really step up your supporting game, buy a comfy beanie from me. I don't... Where is... This is mine. I wear this all the time. Just buy... Just buy one of my comfy beanies from me. Look how much it fits over... It fits over my headphones. Oh my god, this is hilarious. This looks good. Yes. Hello. Welcome to my blog. This is a good one. Oh my god, this is great. I'm so glad I'm filming these because... Otherwise, that joke would just flop. Um, yeah, buy a comfy toque for me. This, you can get this with a whole bunch of stuff, like a button, set of coasters, a sticker for uh, my winter bundle, which also comes with an exclusive URL code to a secret link. And it comes with free shipping for 20 bucks Canadian. $20 Canadian. That's like pocket change if you're in the States, although the shipping's not free if you're in the States. Um, either way, it's pennies. And if you're in Canada, it's still pennies. You're saving five bucks because everything else is valued at $25. The only catch is you have to um, email me directly at dustyorganmusic at hotmail.com, dustyorganmusic at hotmail.com. Just mention the podcast and you want to buy some merch. Boom, 20 bucks for this lovely toque. This is the dark gray one. I'm not sure if you can tell. It's also black too, just in case you're curious. It's really hot. See, they're cozy. It's getting hot thinking about it. Um, I'm kind of getting really distracted here. Yeah, get yourself a toque, winter bundle, all that stuff. I'm going to stop rambling. I feel like I'm distracting myself with this hat. And I feel like you guys also just want me to get the show started. Am I right? Probably, definitely. So, welcome to From the Inbox of Podcast, the podcast. Let's get the show started. All right, so for this first song, I really, really wish I could show you the video, the music video on the show because it is absolutely hilarious. I'm going to put up a, actually, I'm probably going to put up a little picture like right here, just a screenshot. There's this YouTuber by the name of Buff Corell, and I'm not sure if you've heard of him. He's got a couple thousand followers, so some people might have have. Um, but basically, if you haven't, he sings and dances in his bedroom shirtless. Granted, the guy is pretty jacked. He's good. He's got a wicked hairstyle, um, to say the least. And his bedroom is very, very tidy, I noticed. Very clean. I'm looking at that. But he's such a unique character. It's really hard to explain. I just, you have to see it for yourself. So speaking of him, speaking of Buff Corell, the reason why I'm bringing him up is Minneapolis-based trio Baby Boys got Buff to basically cover their new song duke in the cash which you just heard on a clip of uh, on the opening that's the opening track there 
So the song itself, you probably noticed, very groovy, cool guitar number that apparently um, they were actually playing that riff during sound checks a lot. And they finally, over the years, finally wrote the full song for it. And it's an absolute treat. I'm very glad that they finally did that. And if you're unfamiliar with the Baby Boys, it's uh, this trio. There's Caleb Hins, Jacob Lupin, and Nathan Stoker. And the three of them work together. They have this wonderful balance going on. There's a bit of electronic duties, a couple analog duties, and they all kind of shift based on the song and whatever they feel like. Vocal duties, too. There's no lead singer. Uh, they kind of just, they're like, they're like Jello. They kind of move around, but not Jello Bouillon. You know, they're often compiling together elements of pop, music, experimental, dance, indie rock, whatever they can get their hands on. And this new song, Duke and the Cash, is a perfect example. You can hear some glitchy undertones from like iPhone memos and synthetic samples on the chorus and glued together. It's just this awesome fast fire and guitar pop song. And uh, Duke and the Cash was one of two singles that they released last week. The other one being Cannonball, which the music video was also a bit eccentric uh, too. They obviously have a, have a niche for that. And it's their first, this two songs is their first set of uh, new music since their debut EP, I'm Set, was released back in 2019. So it's been a while. And I mean, it's only a matter of time until more music, maybe a new project, gets unleashed this year, hopefully this year. And I'm going to play for you now. And I highly recommend, I highly encourage you to go watch the music video online on the blog post. It's there on the new from the inbox roundup. You're not going to regret it. It's just so different. Watching Buff Corral is like watching season six of Community. I'm not sure if anyone saw it or season five or whatever the last season was. It's not great, but it's still just eye grabbing and you just feel like you have to finish it and you have to watch it and you're still going to enjoy it. I'm not going to tell anybody you enjoyed it, but you enjoyed it. That's it. That's all I got to say. So here is Duke and the Cash from indie rock trio Baby Boys. January 2020. Yeah, it uh, felt like 500 years ago. We were all just living our lives, pretty normal stuff, not really knowing what was just around the bend. What was just around the bend was a whole different thing. I'm not going to talk about that. What I'm going to mention is back in January 2020, when we thought life was still pretty good, uh, this Bristol-based group called Home Counties got together and formed a band. And I'm so glad they did, because last year... The Five Piece put out their dazzling debut EP, Redevelopment, which had one of my favorite songs of 2020 called Redevelopment. It's the title track. Go check it out. It's up on Dusty Organ right now. So the Bristol-based group 
home counties, they have a knack for making these like ear catching guitar rich grooves. And it's very 1970s stuff, like bands like Talking Heads and Television come to mind almost instantly. So on their new stuff, they still have that sound. There's still that foundation with that 70s alternative rock, maybe a little bit 80s in there too. But this time they're kind of leaning more into synth pop sort of stuff. Going to be some big B-52 vibes on their new single, Modern Yuppies. And the fun thing too about their music is not just the grooves of it all, but they also seem to have some fun critiquing the middle class and you know stuff like toxic masculinity on dad bods or the complacence of uh, you know redevelop like developments of condos and houses to make new suburbs for you know more middle class people to live in that's what redevelopment's about and on modern yuppies they have a bit of fun poking fun at the you know modern yuppies middle class people in the rat race just you know living and working and having kids and, you know, thinking their job's the most important thing in the world. And comparing that from people in the 80s, probably like their parents' age, to uh, us nowadays. And not much has changed is what they've gathered. It is uh, pretty much the same, except we all still just want more and more and more and more and more and more. And, you know, sounds cynical, sounds dark, sounds whatever but it's actually a lot of fun it's a really fun track their music is just so upbeat and real and uh you know vintage enough that it's familiar but still kind of different in this day and age that it's different you know and like i said before fans of b52s blondie even they're gonna really like this track it's a good time and as long as you don't let any existentialism kind of get the best of you on this one you should be fine you know the chorus is literally Living, traveling, working, buying, dying. Just forget about it. Don't even think. Don't think too much into it. Just don't think too much into it. Um, and modern. So the track "Modern Yuppies" is one of uh, their new songs. They were talking about in a press release about having another track that kind of showcases their switch into more synth-based songwriting. And "Modern Yuppies" is the first of two new singles that they're working on that have uh, more in that synth vibe going on more synth-based songwriting, and more futuristic influences. So if you like what you hear, stay tuned for more. So here is Modern Yuppies from Home County.
Speaking of getting more, don't forget to buy a toque from yours truly. I'm not putting it back on. It's too hot. Visit DustyOrgan.com slash shop and order some merch. If you want to pay full price like a sucker, like I mentioned before, just email me. DustyOrgan.com. No, DustyOrganMusic at Hotmail.com. And uh, email me directly. Just mention podcast and merch. And uh, I'll get you a winner bundle. 20 bucks all in free shipping. This guy can do it for you. This is what dreams are made of. Hey, yeah. Hey, now. I can, I don't know, sing. I'll, if you buy something, I'll sing a song for you. How's that sound? I miss karaoke. There's an option. 20 bucks and a karaoke song. This could be, this could be a start of something. If you want to be a superstar, subscribe to my stuff on Patreon. That's actually, you know what? It doesn't say it up there explicitly. But if you subscribe and then DM me and be like, yo, I subscribe to Patreon. I want a karaoke track. Doesn't matter what package or tier. Just I'll do it for you. Um, there's a there's a couple different tiers on there for you. Um, and most of them are less than $10 a month. And I understand that that sounds like a lot, but there's one for three bucks a month. $3 a month. That is like a penny a day. Maybe 10 cents a day. 10 cents a day. And you're supporting this face just letting this guy do what he does and i send you some stuff too there's just there's things i'm giving back to you don't be don't be shocked at that i'll make you a mix cd send you some merch three bucks a month on patreon that's all i ask and i'll sing you a song as a thank you give you a shout out online it's all it's all up there go read it out patreon.com slash dusty organ and with that money i'd like to make this show great I'm still developing this thing. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out the best way possible. And one of the best ways possible is sitting down and speaking to artists directly and learning about them and their music. I've got two more interviews lined up for this month. January's coming to a close, but I've got some more stuff in store. And that doesn't even include the interview that's going to be played on this show. And actually very, very soon, because his song is what I'm going to be playing next. Jesse Maxwell. If you haven't heard of him, go check him out after this show. If you haven't heard of his music, it's wonderfully smooth R&B stuff. He's uh, based in Toronto. He's been studying piano basically his whole life. And it all comes out in his music. It's so smooth and organic. And uh, I actually had a stint in Brooklyn for a bit where he's the lead singer of a band. So he's got, his, he's got some sweet pipes on there too. Uh, his new single that we're going to be talking about is Undone. It's called Undone. came out this past Friday and it's going to be on his upcoming EP in May which is a one-year anniversary of his debut album, uh, Radio Silence, which we talk about in this interview. And, uh, you know, I got a chance to talk to him about the song itself, his history as a musician, even as a person, as a human. And uh, I'd just like to share a little clip of that interview for you right now. Enjoy. Thanks for sitting down with me over Zoom today, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me, Kane. And the reason why I'm sitting down and talk to you, talking with you is because you just released a new single called Undone which uh, certainly caught my attention. And uh, that came back, that came out on Friday the 15th. Um, so if you have not, go check it out. Although we'll be Please playing do. it on the podcast uh, as well. But uh, for people who don't really know who you are, um, I guess just kind of introduce your, you know, your style of music and uh, kind of what Undone is about. Yeah, I, um, so if you haven't heard my music before, I highly recommend checking it out. <laughs> yeah. um, music is something that I do every single day of my life. Um, it, it's something that I'm extremely passionate about. My sound kind of varies. <clears throat> I like to, I like to dabble with different sounds and genres and sound palettes all over the place. And, and, you know, in, in that frame, make it cohesive. Um, so, uh, the last project that I put out was very much like Neo soul, um, some alternative R and B, some pop. Um, this new project is, is, I guess in the same type of vein, but in, in just, it feels different. It feels like, you know, I, I've been doing this for longer now. I've been honing my craft and, and, and it feels, you know, focused and it feels like a very specific direction. And I really like that. Um, Undone specifically, I really love this track and I'm so excited that it's out because, you know, with, with you'll, and you'll ask any artist this, but they'll, they'll sit with this music forever. You know, I, I've been sitting with this CP for like a year now. So, um, I'm really excited to just get it out there and have people hear this new, this new sound that I've been working on. Um, so undone specifically is, 
instrumentally a pretty simple track, I guess. There's there's like four instruments um, and we really wanted to keep it like, you know, analog and, and, and natural. So, you know, I don't want to put any synths in there. I didn't want to, I don't want to do any 808s, anything like that. I just wanted to keep it all real instruments. And um, the idea for the song was very random, actually. I, I went into it, um, me and my co-producer had made this instrumental and I, we were planning on writing something else. Um, and I was going to go into this thing that wasn't really working for, for the instrumental. It wasn't really like hitting the spot. So I was just kind of writing stream of consciousness one day and I came up with this song called undone for the instrumental. And it was basically about, um, uh, you know, internally recognizing things about yourself and, and lying to yourself about them. So for me, it was sexuality and, and, you know, there's a lot of people, um, you know, whether it's that or whether it's something else who can relate to this idea of when there's nobody else around and you're still lying to yourself, um, you know, and, and, and you're, you're kind of tricking yourself as to things are not true and who you're trying to fool because it's just yourself. So that's, that's where the idea of the song came in. Um, and I really like it. It's something to me, you know, I I've been told a lot with my music that, and what I try to do is, is keep it very honest and, and, you know, just this idea of, of breaking down these walls of these things that we try to put up of a facade for other people. And, and, and I try to challenge that thought. So that's where the idea for the song came from. Right on. And, um, you know, on terms of that kind of hiding from your true self, is that something that you've kind of only really come to terms with recently, like in, since writing the song in the last year or, or, you know, are you able to say that, you know, I've kind of been able to accept myself more, you know, even before that, or it's still kind of something new. Yeah, I think I, it, it, I would say that it's, it, for me, it's not really, uh, uh, now I've accepted it and now I can move on. It's kind of something that's ever, ever evolving and, 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 you know, realizing that I'm growing and I'm, I'm learning and I'm accepting myself more every day. Um, where I, I don't know if there is a, a finish line with those things, you know, it's kind of something that's a daily reprieve and you kind of remind yourself that, you know, you're, you're a good person, you're, you're doing the best you can. And, and that at the end of the day is what's really important. So I think in the most part, yeah. Um, and, and I'm, you know, it's something that I teach myself to love myself more every day. Yeah. Sure. Interesting stuff in it. Not bad. So if you'd like to hear the full interview, because that was not it, um, you can find it up on YouTube or right here on from the inbox of podcast with episode 8.5 interview with Jesse Maxwell. I'm going to put it up by Wednesday, if not Thursday, it's fine. It's going to be up there forever. Uh, it's a great interview. Honestly, it is. It's. I'm getting better at this, and uh, Jesse has some cool stories to share. He opens up about his time in Brooklyn, uh, his passion for piano that him and I have a mutual you know, interest in, and even about his, guess this, his, his history with rehab and drug addiction. Things get pretty serious on there. Uh, I know it's some powerful stuff, and we had a wonderful conversation. He's a great guy. I'm very glad to have met him virtually still. And, uh, yeah, we, we still send, we still send DMs to each other. We're friends, right, Jesse? I hope so. Otherwise, this is weirdly one-sided. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out. Because if, even if it is one-sided, he does a great job of pretending to be friendly with me, which is all you can ask for. And like I said before, his new song, Undone, just came out this past Friday. It's still fresh in the world. And it's still silky smooth like a baby bottom and uh like he was talking about in the interview it's just very it's very natural it's very stripped down there's no gimmicks no unnecessary production which is such a treat nowadays so i hope you enjoy it here is undone from jesse maxwell I 
very excited to share this next group with you guys uh they've only popped up in the international music scene in the last year with their inquisitive sound and surprisingly young age i guess i saw a picture of them and i instantly felt compelled to ask them which way was homeroom i tried snooping around the internet wasn't really able to see just how old exactly they were but i'm going to assume the eldest of the group is like 20 just purely based on the press photo that I saw. Either way, age is just a number, and their music is excitingly different and unique. There's elements of math rock, jazz, alternative, post-rock, and even chamber pop. It's all clustered into this dense ball of artistry and indie rock, which is why they are making so much buzz around the world. They're from London. They're called Black Country New Road and their new single Track X will be on their upcoming debut album for the first time, which is coming out very soon on February 5th. It was actually written back in 2018, surprisingly, but they've reworked it and restructured it to kind of fit into the recording session for their new album. And on first listen, you hear bits and pieces of like a string section, there's a horn section, percussion section, they all have little moments that they stick out intermittently on the track and the best part that really took me by surprise was lead singer Isaac Woods a surprisingly rich baritone through the song too it's like almost like poetry it's this nice steady paced story about childhood and growing up and everything and this massive everything that they are reminds me of acts like Nick Cave Tom Waits 
bit of Sun Lux in there too, and uh, 80 post-rock group called Slint. And I know it sounds kind of chaotic on paper, there's a lot to unfold in that statement, but once you hear it, you'll kind of understand where I'm coming from. And I don't want to ruin the experience too much by yapping about it. I'm just going to play it for you. Here is track X from London-based seven-piece Black Country New Road. Breakups suck. Just gonna say that right now. But in terms of the worst things that could happen to you, 
they're kind of equivalent to like paper cuts, you know, because when you look back at it, you're like, wow, that was kind of nothing compared to other shit that really happens to people. But during it, it's just like searing, searing pain from such a small little inconvenience. But at the same time, so much great art and music has stemmed from broken hearts and their effects on our minds and bodies. You know, despite the relativity to actual hardships. Not to say they're not actual hardships, but you know what I'm saying. And I'm trying to be I'm not trying to be unsympathetic to people who are brokenhearted, especially if they are right now, if you're listening to this, I I am sorry for you. But you know, you guys do you. And at the end of the day, probably look back in a couple of years and be like, whoo-hoo, glad that was not a global pandemic. Ah, that's how I kind of see it. Anyways, before my secret cynic comes out too far, what I was trying to say was that Heartbreak is a spectacular inspiration for music and other types of art. Take, for example, Phoenix, Arizona-based singer-songwriter Danielle Dirac. Her new album, No Place, was written because of a breakup with a serious long-term partner. Fortunately for us, we get to soak in her wonderful voice and her Taylor Swift sad girl level lyrics. And at this point, I would like to say Taylor Swift is way too rich and powerful nowadays to be considered like a sad girl idol. Just to be clear, no one can really relate to Taylor Swift anymore. You You guys, do we agree on that? So that's why I'm gonna vote Danielle Dirac to get that new title. Because she's way more down-to-earth and, you know, a real human being at this point. And the other nice thing about her new album, No Place, is uh, that it was actually produced by one of her high school best friends, which is really sweet, and it even features her brother and another friend on uh, instrumental duties. Which is great. It's like a little homegrown, homemade affair. If I ever did see one, that would be it. Uh, And from the record, she put out a single last week called There Goes My Heart. Uh, it's probably the most heartbreaking and gut-wrenching song on the record. Just a forewarning. Because her voice is just so rich and honest, and it's at the forefront of the song. It's pretty much predominantly what you hear over top this simple piano ballad. And she's just out there belting her pains out from, from, from the hilltops, basically. Mostly about how the everyday tasks just become so draining and uh, how simple things can just feel so burdened with heartbreak. She explains, When I wrote this song, I was at a point where every day felt like a mountain to climb. Little movements like getting out of bed, making food, social interactions, and other very ordinary things were laborious activities. And honestly, that stage hits everybody at a different time, but it's part of the breakup process. And in this new single and music video, she kind of lets it all out on the table, or I guess more like the piano, and, you know, makes her way through, and now at the other end is a cathartic hit that makes Taylor Swift look like a poser. And yes, I, I know I'm trashing Taylor Swift right now. Evermore was one of my favorite albums of 2020, if you looked at my top 50 list. Don't worry, shut up, I know. I don't know, Anyways, I feel like I'm digging a hole with this comparison. All I'm trying to say is that Daniel Drack should be your next go-to singer when you're going through some stuff, okay? That's all I gotta say. I'm just throwing that out there for you guys to take in. If your romance life is shit, just check out No Place, because there's no place like No Place. Danielle, she deserves it. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention, uh, if you do like what you hear from the song when I play it, I would suggest reading my review of No Place on the latest In No Particular Order, which is up on the website right now. It also features the new Shame album, Drunk Tank Pink, in case you were curious. Both are wonderful releases uh, last week, and honestly, I'm just done preaching. I'm going to stop preaching here. Let's listen to some music. It's time for some tunes, people. Let's shut me up. Here is There Goes My Heart from Phoenix-based singer-songwriter Danielle Dirac. Constantly fighting the thought. 
All right, well, I'm not sure if that song lifted your spirits or not. Um, maybe it just made things worse for you. I don't know. Either way, I hope part of you enjoyed it. And more importantly, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you've been counting the songs, then you're an absolute dork. And uh, we're up to five, which means there is one more to go because I promised six. So six is on its way. Uh, at this point, I'd like to remind everyone to follow Dusty Organ online. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. I am like less than 20 followers away on Instagram from hitting 1,000. So please, if you could help me get to that milestone by the end of the week, that would be fantastic. I could sleep at night after that. Uh, and obviously, follow my playlist on Spotify, starting lineup from the inbox those two are the main ones there's also a indie a monthly indie playlist that i update with all of the music i listen to that's really good not everything because not everything gets a pass but uh the best stuff i can find and share there's like 200 songs it's a lot but if you follow it start at the beginning of the month it makes a lot of sense and it's worth the effort people okay and if you're curious too if you guys want to have some fun there is some uh public playlists i've made that i just just for my own sake that i make for myself uh, stuff like from my favorite songs from high school. There's also an emo party night mix, a workout playlist. Most of the stuff's throwbacks. That's fun. You're welcome. And please, I'm going to say this one more time. Subscribe to my mailing list all together now. Subscribe to the mailing list. It's so easy. And it means I get to send you a letter in the mail. Assuming you leave your mailing address, please. It's so much fun. Who doesn't love getting mail? I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. The only people that don't want to get mail are psychopaths. Now to really ruin the mood. This next song is about depression. Honestly, I don't know why this episode has so many sad songs. I apologize. Uh, but it does, and it's too late for now, and I'm running with it. So here we go. Uh, no turning back. This next artist, his name is Nomad Spock. Uh, he is a British Somali poet, rapper, and songwriter. Uh, he hasn't released a debut album just yet, but it is on its way, and it's been 10 years in the making. 10 a decade, a decade long in the making. He's just been busy living life. He's been traveling around the Middle East and Asia and uh, London and England and 
all, all fun stuff. He's been learning Mai Tai, doing crazy things. And the cool part about this record that's coming out soon is it wasn't even supposed to be recorded. He didn't have plans to record it. It was just kind of notes and thoughts and stuff sitting in a book. And uh, KS one day realized he was going through a pretty hard time. Probably one of his most severe episodes of with depression. Booked a cottage somewhere, some small island in the UK for a night or two. Last minute decided to bring his guitar. And uh, legend has it, a series of mystical experiences. His words transformed the songs and their lyrics into something new and exciting. And upon his return to civilization, Nomad booked a recording session and recorded the album in just four days. Four days. That's all it took after 10 years. It's crazy. Sometimes stuff just falls into place. And his new single, Egypt, that I'm going to be sharing with you guys, was one of those mystical transformations. And it was mainly written about depression. It has beautiful arrangements, clockwork-like percussion, and it all kind of forms together to create this dizzying sensation that recenters itself every time Nomad starts to sing. You probably notice some elements of Radiohead, Bonnie Vare, that you know, folktronica kind of sound, and uh, a lot of strength comes in the details of the song. So I recommend putting on some headphones if you're not already doing so. Bits of piano that kind of trail out. Uh, there's a surprise horn section that pops up out of nowhere at the end. And his quiet voice just kind of falls in and out of the song. It's extremely beautiful and wonderfully captivating. And it's not as sad as it sounds. I know it's got a sad topic, but it's just, it's a beautiful piece of music. And it has so much more to it than just a song about depression. And it really highlights what a secret gem Nomad Spock really is as a musician. He's very underrated. And I hope that this debut album really kind of kicks up some uh, some notice for him. Because honestly, you'll hear this and you'll be like, wow, that was great. I'm glad I found the song, Kane. And you're welcome. You can thank uh, Wall of Sound PR for that one. Shout out to Jamie. Anyways, yeah. Time to listen to Egypt from uh, Nomad Spock, the wonderful British Somali poet and songwriter. Here it is.
hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, thank you for listening to the From the Inbox of Podcast podcast. Don't forget to follow and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It means the world to me. Feel free to leave a review if you're into that sort of stuff, preferably with five stars. And there's plenty more music to go around at the website. This week's From the Inbox blog post has 26 songs to soak up, and I've shared six of them with you. And some of them have some great, great music videos. Intent, Baby Boys, Duke and the Cash is one of them. Plus the aforementioned weekly album reviews, uh, no particular order. I've got the lovely Danielle Dirac uh, album up there for you and Shame. Yeah, go check it out, DustyOrgan.com. That's all that, uh, that's, that's all you got to know. DustyOrgan.com. Not that hard to spell. There's very few letters. That is literally 10, uh, 10 plus dot com. 10 letters. Uh, I would love it too if you could follow Dusty Organ online on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Please help me get to that 1,000 followers. That would mean the world. Maybe I should do something special for the 1,000th. Assuming nobody unfollows me. Eh, it started with Instagram. Too bad. And of course, the newsletter. The newsletter, please follow me. Uh, subscribe to my newsletter. Uh, you can find the link on the website or below in this uh, podcast episode. And please help keep this little indie blog engine running. It is just me, myself, and I. It's you, and it's you. That's all I got to say. Buy some merch. Take me up on this $20 Canadian winter bundle deal with the podcast. Get a new toque. Get some coasters for that coffee table that you keep staining. Just email me. So, so simple. Music at hotmail.com with a mention that mentions the podcast or merch or both. Preferably both. It's $25 worth of stuff, and I'm giving it to you for 20 bucks with free shipping. That is exciting. That gets me tantalizing. That's not the right word. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Don't forget to pass this on to a friend. Uh, I'm going to stop rambling, and that means that I'm trying to say goodbye. I'm not very good at that, so goodbye. From the Inbox was written and recorded by Kane Wilkinson. Editing was done by a toilet paper roll. It was recorded in front of a handwritten to-do list. From the Inbox is a dusty open production. All songs were used with proper permissions. Hmm. Don't forget to drink lots of water. <laughs>